Well, it's it's amazing because there's nothing like it in um, in Tower Hamlets kind of. Um, fun. Yeah. Um, the children are free to express themselves. Something where the whole family can come together. Family music activity that's uh, geared towards. Uh, helping especially children to be uh, very creative in making their own music. You know, I've got a one-year-old to a six-year-old. They feel equally as important as the other and they take part in it. Hello and welcome to the Sound Castle Shout, our new podcast exploring all things creative and participatory. My name is Gail McLeod and I'm one of the directors of Soundcastle. This first podcast is called Building Beacons and it focuses on our flagship creative music project for families. Musical Beacons takes place in Bow in the London borough of Tower Hamlets and it welcomes families with children of all ages to come and create their own music. It began in 2012 and has been running both as a weekly after school session and as a summer holiday project. So this past August, just as we came to the close of our summer sessions, I grabbed another Soundcast director, Hannah Dunster, for a chat. I began by asking her what it was that drew us towards working with families in the first place. I think it was because um, it's actually the parents who often get left out of the music making. Yeah. So at school, their children often go to music groups or they sing in choirs and the parents go and watch and clap mm-hmm. their hands, but they don't actually make the music together. And we felt that parents were missing out in some ways. One of Some of the nicest feedback we've had is parents saying, it's just so good to do something with my child. Yeah, that's right. To engage in something that we share together. That we do together. It's something that's for both of us. And um, yeah, I think that's really important. Mm. So thinking now, so this is now our, we're just starting our third year. Mm. And we've just started, our, this is our second summer session. Um, do you want to talk a bit about the progression and how it's, how it's grown from those first days when we used to come in here and wait mm. for hope that people would come and um, all the people that we've met and built up this project with? Yeah, um, well it started off quite tentatively because people weren't very sure about it. They're very used to going to music groups where someone says to them, you will sing this or you will mm-hmm. play this. And the difference in Musical Beacons is we are encouraging people to create their own music. And it was interesting how that was something people just weren't used to in mm-hmm. any way, shape or form. So it took a little while to get rolling. Yeah. But now, several years later, we have so many families coming. I think in the autumn, last autumn, it was up to 40 people sometimes yeah, each week. Massive. People are starting to realise, oh, we can make our own music. Mm-hmm. This is possible. We can make music that's representative of us and yeah. that's okay we don't have to sing or play music that other people give to us yes and um, it gives them real confidence isn't it really builds exactly. what they do and a lovely side effect of that has been we've um, been receiving feedback that people are now making music at home as well it's giving them the confidence to go back home and continue creating their own music yeah which is very exciting room. you can definitely tell the the families that have been with us for a while and their parents engage in a they sort of gain confidence to engage in it themselves and you can tell when they come in for the first time when they're like do do music with my children but I'm not it's not what I do that's so interesting so often the parents arrive and say no this is for my child this is not for me yeah and we're quite clear about the fact that no it's for everyone and here is a musical instrument please feel free to get involved and we will support you and help you and we can take little steps together 
And it's amazing to see how the regulars have progressed so far with that, and now they're always ready with ideas and know exactly which instrument they want to play, and they in turn start to set an example for the new people that yeah, come. Yeah, which is really nice to see. Mm. Um, should we talk a bit about the challenges? What are the, what are the things that, yeah, keep us up the weekday before it starts? <laughs> <laughs> oh... It's tricky. Well, we never know who's going to come, mm-hmm. and we never know what their individual needs are going to be. Every family is completely different. Um, some of them are extremely confident, others are so nervous about coming, and it's mm-hmm. so important to make them feel comfortable and to help them to understand that music is not a scary thing, and we all learn. We're all learning all the time. Uh, we don't have to be amazingly proficient musicians in order to be valuable music maker yeah what about um like successes particular things we should champion about oh um i think the success is seeing the people come back again Mm -hmm. and again and again and seeing how they're especially the younger children they are growing up within the musical beacons environment and understanding that they can make music Mm. that it's something for anyone we noticed that children from the local school then got who were coming to musical beacons then got accepted into their um saturday music center yeah um so it was really interesting to see how it was having a direct effect on their formal music education as well um i would also say just in terms of bringing local people in the community together every session is unbelievably diverse Mm -hmm. and we see people using music to communicate across the language barrier all the time Mm -hmm. um it helps people who wouldn't usually socialize with each other have a purpose for coming together that's really exciting to see yeah we have we definitely have families who come and they want to meet other local people Mm -hmm. and then this gives a chance because we also have like the tea and the drinks and we try and make a really relaxed atmosphere and they get a chance to talk yeah. and like meet other mums and discuss things yeah it was nice we saw two people come in and give each other a big hug at the start of this week because it's been a little while since we've had musical beacons and yeah. it was nice to feel everyone coming home absolutely which is good um okay how about like the musical beacons future plans you know we haven't really like know where it's going but like in, in the dream of what we're mm. what we're delivering the dream would be to inspire local communities to create their own music mm-hmm. nationwide. Yeah. Um, we have a big divide between the musicians and the non-musicians in this yeah. country, and we really want everybody to realise that everybody is a musician. Everybody is born as a musician, and music is a fundamental part of being a human. Mm-hmm. So the dream would be for Musical Beacons projects, by that name or by any other name, yeah. to be cropping up in communities everywhere um, where people were facilitated to understand that they could create their own music and for it to grow from there. And I suppose the really long-term vision is that the, the people who grow up in musical beacons then start leading it themselves and facilitating themselves become music leaders in their communities. So there you have it, a small window onto the Musical Beacons mindset. As you might have guessed from the fact we're starting a podcast, we love to talk, especially when we're unpicking the ideas that surround both the social and artistic aspects of our work. So do get in touch if you have any questions or challenges about our Musical Beacons projects and processes. You can get in touch, we are on Twitter at Team Soundcastle, on Facebook, or you can drop me an email, gail at soundcastle.co.uk. 
In the final thoughts of this podcast, we're going to take a peek into the Soundcastle reading room and have a look at some of the interesting research and comment that is surrounding creative music practice at the moment. Firstly, in research, we've been catching up with Sound Connections and the London Early Years Music Network Evidence Review about how music making affects young children. This is a nice, concise report that has been very useful in helping us advocate for the importance of our work with early years. In other comment, we've also been following the blooming of the blogs on the Youth Music Network, in particular the explosion of comments following a post in July by David Ashworth. He wrote his original blog in response to a session at the Bristol Inclusive Excellence Conference where he attended a session looking at how devices can be developed to make standard musical instruments playable by musicians with physical disabilities. The blog sparked a massive response. Once you've read the original, scroll down to the many comments discussing whether this is the right approach, also branching into thoughts of inclusion, quality and expression. It certainly gave us lots to think about and sparked some good debates within Soundcastle. Again, we'd love to hear from you. Is there anything out there you think we should be highlighting, celebrating or even challenging? Get in touch, Twitter at Team Soundcastle, Facebook or my email again, gail at soundcastle.co.uk. Lastly, I'd like to thank Youth Music. Musical Beacons is supported by Youth Music using public funding from the National Lottery Foundation through Arts Council England and we're very grateful for that support. Join us next time we'll be looking at what it means to make truly inclusive music sessions. Until then, keep in touch and keep creating. Yeah.